Welcome to a brand new episode of The Sunday Sauce. I'm here with uh, a man who served our country, who ran for office, Tom Sullivan. How are you? I'm well. Yourself, Michael? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm good trying to, uh, like you, I am currently in a campaign. I know you were previously in one. I'm running for city council, and, uh, you know, it's tough. It's tough. It is, uh, yeah. you know, time-consuming. Mm -hmm. uh, you think about even this morning, right, yeah. uh, explaining to the family where I'm going on a, on a fairly dismal uh, Saturday morning into right. Manhattan. Right. And uh, it's it's all to get the name out there and, yeah. and, and get your thoughts out to the people. Yes. Yeah, so what? tell the people uh, what district you ran for, what you ran for, you know, a little bit background about yourself. Yeah, so just the uh, previous campaign was the uh, 23rd Assembly District. Mm -hmm. Uh, just this past November. Mm -hmm. And so what What does this, I know what a state assembly member does, but what, what do they do for New York State in case a lot of people, because, you know, there's a lot of offices in New York State. So what, what, what does a state assembly person do? Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, just the key key important things that, that are we expect of our assembly people. Um, one is to uh, in, ensure that the rule of law is uh, enforced, mm -hmm. to ensure that um, if there's a law lacking somewhere, um, that they see that there's uh, uh, one put in place, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, they're the le legislative body. Right. Uh, perhaps one of the most important things is they, they, they seek funding for their district, right? The mm. specific needs of that assembly district. And, um, you know, w what do they need out of that budget to help their constituents? Right. Right. Transportation, right. security, mm -hmm. policing, Right. And I'm going to get into this uh, in a few, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I believe that government has a limited role and it's public safety, mm -hmm. education to a certain point. Right. Not for life. Um, you know, hospitals, uh, medical care. Right. Um, et cetera. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, assemblyman kind of sounds like a little bit as a councilman or councilwoman, kind of a little bit. You know, you go like we fight with the city to get budgets and things for our neighborhood, but you actually go to the Albany to fight with the governor and whoever else. That's correct. Right, right. right. So, yeah. And how big, where was your assembly district? Uh, who did you represent? What neighborhoods? Yeah, so I'll tell you, we have some great neighborhoods in Queens, mm -hmm. uh, you know, starting from the the north side with uh, Lindenwood, mm -hmm. Hamilton Beach, working your way south into Howard Beach. Nice, nice neighborhoods. Uh, very, very narrow, uh, you know, geography heading into Broad Channel, crossing over the Jamaica Bay, and then and then east to west from essentially, uh, you know, Rockaway all the way out to the Atlantic Beach Bridge. Wow, so you have a pretty, pretty large district, I would say, right? Uh, r relatively speaking, you know, yeah. a lot for, of that's... For Queens. Yeah, 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 yeah. For Queens, right. It's, um, yeah. you know, geography-wise, we, we got a lot of water in between, a mm. lot of, uh, you know, uh, space like that. But, yes, it's... Uh, it's a distance, and sometimes it takes 40 minutes to get from one end to the other. You know? <laughs> Trust me, don't I know? I go to Queens every day for work, so <laughs> I, I know. Um, so what made you get into politics? I know you have you have a military background. Uh, you know, you're still in the military. What, what branch uh, are you with? So, you know, I, I come from, uh, you know, my, my father was a policeman, mm -hmm. my mother a nurse. They raised seven children. Wow. And my parents taught us to be very civic-minded. Um and I was always involved in, in community stuff from a, a, a young age. Uh, so I, I have my own per, personal political philosophy, 
was that I, I would love to one day go out and represent the people of my community mm-hmm. in a very formal, official capacity. Right. A senator, a state senator, um, assemblyman, uh, and, and, and with, with higher ambitions. But before I wanted to do that, I thought it was important, again, my personal political philosophy, mm-hmm. is before you go out and, and, and represent the people in your community, I think it's, it's essential that you have had to have some experience, and, and it doesn't matter, policeman, fireman, sanitation, school teacher, and in my case, uh, 30 years in the financial industry, in the private sector, mm-hmm. 30 years serving this country, uh, 44 years, four and a half years of which I've spent away from my family in places like Afghanistan, Iraq a couple of times, wow. and uh, Kuwait, and other places in the Middle East. And so I built that experience, right? And I was, I was a member of my community board for five years. Nice. And uh, I'm the commander of my VFW post. And so I, I've, I've stayed active, and um, I just want to take it to the, to the next higher level and bring that world of experience and knowledge and education uh, so that I could better serve the people in my community. Yeah, I mean, you sound like a... <laughs> way overqualified guy to be, you know, assemblyman. You, you, you've, you've lived life. You serve this country. Um, you know, your area, you were saying like Howard Beach, all those kinds of areas. I know Howard Beach is a very Republican area, right? They or are, change? but, you know, it, 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 it's changing. But, yeah. you know, the folks in Howard Beach, just, just like, again, most of the areas in my community, if not all of them, mm-hmm. they want the opportunity, right? This is uh, to own property, and be safe, mm-hmm. and be able to put their kids on a on a on a on a bus stop, mm-hmm. and and let them get to school, you know, through mass transportation or school transportation, right. so they can get to work, and not worry about them. Right? Mm-hmm. That's ch- that's changing, and that's changed in certain areas in the district. You can no longer you have to get your kid to school, and now you're getting to work late, or you've had to make certain arrangements. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that, that's, that's what people in the Rockaways, you know, very working class, very middle class, save to earn a home, paying back their student loans, uh, working, you know, husband and wife working, like my, my wife and I, we both work. Mm-hmm. We've both been working in our industries um, for, God, you know, uh, yeah. me, 30 years, my wife, 26. Wow. You've been in the finance industry for 30 years? Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah, I, pretty I impressive. Had my, I had my, yeah. f- my first job right down here uh, in the World Trade Center. Um, started in 1996. And, you, you were uh, there for the unfortunate events of I, I was. And, the, you know, that's a, boy, that's a whole other yeah, conversation, that's, that's right? Nothing, yeah, but, we're not going to uh, get into that, unfortunately. Walking up from the ferry today, it was, you know, it, it's I walked by and said a brief prayer and... Uh, it's it's still very sobering, you know. Not a not a great day. Uh, yeah, I, I trust and, me. I have a America, lot of family for, for and, all and friends who were firemen that right. day and police right. officers, and you know they still to this day. Some of them are right. still on the job. Some of them retired, but you know to this day, they don't talk about it. It's just something that you know. Right. That's it. It's nothing that you right. want to brag about that you were there or anything like that. So I definitely understand. I definitely right. understand. That's actually, actually. Because of 9/11, it's actually one of the main reasons why I was I joined the FDNY. I was FDNY EMS for five years, and uh, you know, seeing when I, I was only I don't know 2001. What was I? 12, 
12. I was 12 in 2001, mm-hmm. but seeing on the TV, like, those first responders, no matter what color, creed, sex, whatever you are, they they ran into that building and they rescued. It's the biggest rescue rescue operation in history of the world. Correct. So, you know, that really got that really spoke to me. And, uh, you know, when I became an EMT, I actually worked in Flushing Hospital for a little bit. And then I went on the FDNY and, you know, it was like it was like a dream come true. But unfortunately, I had to leave EMS because the pay they don't. You know, they don't pay right. first respond any first responders in the city, not NYPD, not uh, EMS, not fire, not sanitation. All these city employees, you know, that's actually one of my platforms while I'm running. All these city employees need a raise. Teachers, everybody, everybody. It's it's a joke. I mean, come on, you know? No. So, listen, like I mentioned just a few moments ago, uh, I believe in the, the core responsibilities of government, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Public safety, fire department. Uh, healthcare workers, uh, you know, sanitation, right? Yeah. We, we, we need sanitation is actually like the number often, one. <laughs> they're often overlooked. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and the vital service that they provide on a daily basis and when most of us don't even see it happen, right? Because mm-hmm. they're asked to do it in early hours mm-hmm. and off hours mm-hmm. so that they're, you know, so that the rest of us are not inconvenienced. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's where I'm on board, right? Education, Public safety, mm-hmm. uh, the health, health, uh, health and welfare, the citizenry, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and the, the further, further you get away, right? We live in a world where resources are not unlimited, right? Right. It could be financial resources. It could be people's time, energy, uh, etc. And once you start diluting that into every, you know, and this is where I, I have strong opinions about, right? Every social program out there, uh, government is doing more for people. Uh, they think they are, but in reality, you know, they're they're holding them back. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's my strong opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, America is the land of opportunity, still is. New York State still has great opportunities for mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. But what did we see last year? 128,000 New Yorkers net left New York State. Why? Because they don't see the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Government has gotten in their way, not paved the way or provided the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was going to ask you, I know I'm sure you think the government, just the whole federal government overstepped their uh, boundaries when it came to COVID-19 lockdown stuff, obviously. I mean, that's, that's what was just ridiculous. So look, I'll admit, <laughs> right? Um, a global pandemic is is a serious, complicated, right? Com- mm-hmm. The complexity is 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 hard, mm-hmm. and that's why I go back to my thirty years experience and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have people in government that have never ha- seen hardship, one way or the other. Um, how do they know how to represent the people? And uh, it's easy for me to criticize, but they did not handle this well. Uh, we did not handle it well as a state. Mm-hmm. We did not handle it well as a government. And, um, yeah, there's other aspects of my life where we didn't handle it well. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, like, you know, first, you know, President Trump, he, listen, he did some good things. He did some bad things. That's whatever. That's debatable. But he said it was going to be two weeks. And then it turned into like a year and a half. You couldn't even, it actually made me laugh because I'm a big, I'm like into fitness. So it's like COVID was a, it was a disease that attacked your immune system, right? 
So wouldn't you want people to go be fit instead of staying home, hiding in the dark? But you close down gyms, you close down this. So it was kind of, it was kind of like a silly, silly thing, in my opinion. No. So l- listen, I, I, I agree with you there on, on, on most accounts. <clears throat> and, and again, a very complicated subject, right? Mm-hmm. But I had the, you know, I remember when this started coming out. I, I, I had the conversation with the family, the three children. You know, number one, don't panic. Mm-hmm. Do follow some good sound advice. Okay, what's the harm in washing your hands? What's the harm in putting on a mask nope. until, until we figure this thing out? But here's where the blame goes. Republican, Democrat, independent. Everyone. Right? Mm-hmm. You turned it into a damn political football. You pit. Americans against Americans, mm-hmm. and it was COVID, the, the actual cures, right? It didn't matter. It was like, okay, if this person says that, then I'm going to believe that person, mm-hmm. and I'm going to demonize that person. Mm-hmm. And then it dragged on for two-plus years, right. and we did real damage. Everything from little kids not understanding basic speech because they had masks on their face, Amen. Uh, social skills, uh, you know, uh, and, and now we're seeing the absolute results with a, with a significant drop in math scores, reading scores, right. and uh, you, you've done some real damage. And that, that's where I disagree, right? Mm-hmm. You just went ahead and, and uh, turned it into that political football, whatever could work for you, and you gave opportunity to people out in this world to take advantage of that financially and, and in other ways. Absolutely. So, so yeah. I, I blame... I blame a lot of you, and I blame a lot of it because of your inexperience in the world, because you somehow had these ideas and no world experience to share uh, with the rest of the people. Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the, the government, I mean, the, like you said, they pitted Americans against Americans. Even as to this day, you go out and someone's like wearing a mask, and then they look at you like, you know, you're an animal because you're not wearing a mask because quote unquote, COVID's still here, you know, quote unquote. Right. But it's like, it's like the, it's the craziest thing, you know? I don't, I can't, it's it like is. And, and look, here, yeah, yeah. Here's, here's an undisputable fact for you, right? Mm-hmm. Government is supposed to unite people during the worst of times. Mm-hmm. You divided us. It's true. End of story. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we, we can debate some. I'd love to have that debate with people. Right. Uh, but your job is to unite during the worst of times, the most challenging times. Mm-hmm. And you divided us, right. and you it, it hurt this country, and it's going to go on for generations. That's why, I, like you know, FDR, he was a Democrat, but he was he was an old school Democrat. But I have that respect for him because when we were in like World War II and stuff, you know, we came out of a depression, whatever, and he he literally united the country, and everybody was united, everyone was pro America. We wanted to be Germany, and we did. And he brought jobs and this and that. So that's the one respect I do have for FDR and uh, what he did back in World War II. No, listen, that was a big deal. There, mm-hmm. there were people. Remember, for World War One didn't happen too soon before that. Mm-hmm. And and you know, politicians and and people, the citizenry, uh, you know, they took on that. Hey, never again, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They they became more isolationist, mm-hmm. right? And and FDR. Right, his his genius and his his demeanor, uh, he was able to um, influence. Right, that, sure. that that word gets so lost. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I want to circle back to something like COVID. Right, I learned yeah. something thirty three years ago as a freshman in college 
in ROTC. It was on the first exam we had, right? What is the definition of leadership? And everybody can give their things, right? But this was the technical definition of a leadership that I'll never forget, right? Mm-hmm. It's the art of influencing others to do something that they would not normally do, right? So let me, let me circle back to 2003 when I had to show up at Fort Dix, New Jersey in 72 hours, right? Anthrax, typhoid, malaria pills, right? You did it. You did it because you believed in your leadership. You did it because you had faith in them. You had faith that if something went wrong, they would take care of you at some other time in their, your life. And, but you did it, right? Absolutely. COVID comes along. You, you, you fumbled it big time big and, time. and you did not, you were not able to reach the people who were afraid for various reasons, who had strong convictions, whether it's through faith or medical reasons. Um, and, and they became the bad people. Yeah. Um, you know what? So after I'm just look at, I'm, I was a Trump guy, right? Back in, you know, 2016, whatever. But after the pandemic, I saw how, you know, he kept Dr. Fauci on, which kind of made me upset. He pushed the experimental vaccines on people. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying, you know, they were they were experimental. Like we how many years, you know, does it take for the FDA to approve a vaccine? Not 10, 20 years at, at, at minimum. Right. So, you know, he he did all that. But now all of a sudden he's like anti-vax, anti this, anti that, anti lockdown. He's making fun of Ron DeSantis, whose state was the only open state pretty much. I mean, I'm sure there was others, but the biggest open state during the pandemic and it flourished and they took a hundred thousand some odd New Yorkers, like you said, from us. Right. Or they probably went other places. But so what what is your opinion on on? And obviously <laughs> he just got indicted for. The whole thing, who knows, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. We can't talk, we can't speak about it. But so what, are, are you a Trump guy still? Or were you a Trump guy? What, what is your opinion on this guy? So did I vote for Trump? I did. Right. Um, but I, you're going to have to go back to a while. Mm-hmm. I supported a, a man by the name who I believe was an absolute gentleman, the governor, governor of Ohio, John Kasich. Okay. Right. And, you know, political novice. Mm-hmm. Right. I was focused on other things in the world. Um, but he was a gentleman. He was a good human being. He was re- well respected. Mm-hmm. But I came to realize that uh, it took an individual like Donald Trump to be an individual like Hillary Clinton. For sure. I agree with that. And, you know, this is the unfortunate thing. There are so many good people out there. It could be Albany. And I've met several of them. Mm-hmm. Right, they 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 owned a dry cl- a couple of dry cleaners. They decided to get active. They 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 shared their wealth and built ball fields. And then one day, this, so many people said, "Oh, you need to run the office. I'm run the office." So you go there to do meaningful and good things and take that real world experience. Right, a business owner. Right, and then you realize it's it's a few of the individuals who get in front of that microphone and somehow the American people, it, it, it builds confidence right in them that I, I Oh, he's a fighter. Mm-hmm. He's a fighter. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, no doubt, you know, he knows how to win and he knew how to win and he knew he needed 51% of the vote, mm-hmm. mama, you know, right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and how to obtain the electoral college votes to do so. Right. So he won. 
Um, but in doing so, uh, you know, he, he, he alienated a good part of this country, right? True. And um, then I think he went back to good policies that would hopefully do well for America. I believe his intentions were pure there, mm-hmm. and I, I think you know it's not just me. I think we a lot no, of us say the same thing about agree. Donald Trump. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Right. I, yeah. I support the policies. Mm-hmm. I believe he was good for America. Mm-hmm. I believe his intentions were pure, but as a leader, you have to unite a country, and you can see what happens when you're not able to, and that goes for the rest of them out there that continue to divide us over these issues, and. Um, and so, so what do we do? We nominate a lot of good people out there, right? Mm-hmm. We nominate the two most vicious, nastiest people who know how to get money and, and turn this whole political thing into a, into a, a, a war. And, and that's what we do. I just uh, I wish the American people would be more open-minded mm-hmm. to people. And, and, and I'm, a, I'm a quiet, reserved person. And that, that's, believe it or not, right, you would, I, I drive a Prius, right? And You uh, drive a Prius? I drive a Prius. And why? Because it was my choice to spend a little bit extra more to, to uh, do something for the, I, I thought I was doing good for the environment, right? Right. And it's not a comfortable car, and I could have got a nicer, bigger, midsize sedan, mm-hmm. uh, but I chose to get that green vehicle, right? And mm-hmm. I could go into a bunch of things I've been doing since a, a kid, mm-hmm. For the environment, right? I didn't right. know I was an environmentalist. I didn't know I was environmentally conscious. It was just something right? you were taught to do. Yeah, I right. lived on the water. I right. appreciated the water. I pulled right. plastic bags out with my rowboat as a kid, and I come back with all this garbage out of the water. And my mother was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "It shouldn't be in the water, right?" Anyway, yeah, you're I, right. you're I digress right, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, and then they say, "Wait, wait a second, you're in the military." I said, "Yeah." So I can't drive a Prius. You know, you're a colonel, you're an officer, you're a leader. Mm-hmm. So getting back to the, the original thing, you know, um, in wartime, this came up the other day, right? In wartime, you want General Patton, right? Absolutely. You don't care that he cursed. You don't care that he, you know, ruled with an iron fist. That's what you need in battle time, right? Absolutely. And uh, people see this as a war, and they, they want to they wanna nominate the two people that can be nasty, and, and, and they see that as, as fighting or, as, or somehow that's a quality of leadership. It's a small quality of leadership, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to, you know, I, I, I'm in the military for 30 years. My whole military career was not, you know, uh, fighting the enemy or being in a dark, strange place, right? Right. And when that needed to be applied, it happened. You obliged it. You know, it, it, I was able to tap into that part of my, of, of my personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, going back, and I don't want to get into it, but, no, right? No. But, but, you know, you talked about the firemen and the policemen that ran in, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I was on the 96th floor. Um, I was a deputy warden for a reason. Uh, things became real serious real fast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had been recognized for some of that. But you always wonder what would you do on that day, you know, or, or that at that moment. So my point is, uh, you you can't be a blowhard the whole time and just be nasty, and 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 
just give give you know if I had one message give give out give people out there an opportunity don't don't label them you know Republican and Democrat we have some basic um, uh, you know views on on mm-hmm. on certain matters everything from finances to social issues etc but uh, nobody's necessarily wrong or right mm-hmm. and um, but every everybody should be heard and given a chance uh, in politics, you know. And I, I, if I could ask for one thing during the next election, no matter whether it's the presidential election, you know, you know, give that some thought, right? Right. Don't 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 seek comfort in somebody who's able to go out there and, and constantly blast, right? Sometimes you need a screwdriver, not a hammer. I agree. I mean, I mean, so I'm seeing this now in my city council race, right? Uh, I go for petitioning. You obviously know about petitioning. And you knock on people's doors and they're like, oh, I'm Republican, but we're mad at Trump, so we're not going to sign for you. I'm like, I have nothing to do with Donald Trump. I'm, I don't, you know, like I'm not Donald Trump. Like it's, it's just like so silly how people play these, these like silly games. Like, like, do you want me to fix the neighborhood or not? That's really what this. I have nothing to do with Trump. I don't talk to Trump. I'm not friends with Trump. So it's like, it's like, you know, we're talking about Bay Ridge and Diker Heights and and you know my neighborhoods that I want to make a difference in. So I don't know why Donald Trump comes into play for local politics. It's like very, very silly. Right, because yeah. and, and and look, this is no knock against anybody, right? And you're going right. through this now. We don't we don't pretend to know everything, uh, but we're we're willing to work awfully hard to to figure it out. Right. And and you you and 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 me, uh, we believe we have the experience, the knowledge uh, to be best at the job. Right, and you should be given fair consider, uh, consideration. And not be uh, like like this great example because I was out petitioning, and you know somebody may slam a door on your face or I I take no great comfort in when somebody opens the door. Uh, you Republican? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, great, because I, I I hate Democrats. I'm like that that does not give me great comfort. No, you no. know because uh, there there's already too much hate out there, mm-hmm. and. Um, I, I like it most, you know, because I was out there helping somebody else here re- recently uh, get some signatures. And I, I appreciate the people who, who give you 45 seconds. They'll, they'll ask you the one or two questions that's important to them. They'll ask you where do you stand on it. And, you know, if they sign, obviously, they, they appreciate your approach and mm-hmm. your efforts. Mm-hmm. And if they don't sign, you know, they don't. But yeah. there's, there's no re- no. No room for the nastiness in this world. There's already enough out there, and uh, so yeah, I, I, w- I wish you continued luck with that with the signatures. And, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's uh, we only have a couple of days left. It's not it's uh, not easy. Let me tell you. I mean, and there's a lot of uh, this. So I'm getting primaried. First of all, for the record, I I started alone in the city council race in July 2022. It's the only one in the Republican prim- primary, and then all of a sudden, uh, this guy. Ari Kagan came. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was uh, he was a lifelong Democrat. He was uh, in a, he was in Communist Party of the Russia verified. He was possible KGB. No one knows that might be a rumor or not. Uh, so 20, 30 years as a de- as a communist as a Democrat, uh, headed a Democratic club. All of a sudden, in December twenty twenty two, he wakes up. I'm going to be Republican now because they redistricted his whole district and he his district got eliminated. And he knew 
that he cannot beat the guy I'm running against in the primary that's a Democrat. So he, you know, put this whole idea in his head that he's going to run as a Republican. And he's getting support from big Republican figures in city council, like Joe Borelli, Vicky Palladino. Like, these, these people are supporting... And even the party I heard may or may not be a rumor, the Brooklyn GOP, is going to endorse him. But how does that, like, you know, how? what are your values? Like, are you just, like, are you just in this for, for I don't know what they're in this for. Like, if you're a true Republican, you're not going to back someone who was a 30-year Democrat slash communist. It just doesn't make any sense to me. No matter what they say, you they are not a Republican. They're just not. You're just not. You just can't wake up and be a Republican. So, listen, you know, you, you bring up a great thing. So it, it's division yeah. is not just among uh, Democrats and Republicans, mm-hmm. right? There's division between Democrats and Democrats and Republicans and Republicans. Of course. And, um, you know, I, I'll tell you, it, it's hard to trust. And that's a shame. Mm-hmm. It's Because uh, once, once someone has lost your trust... It's hard to get it back, and sometimes you, you know, so you question these motives, and, and I think you're, you're right for doing so in, in what you just explained. And, um, you know, the advice is just be true to yourself, be true to your family, be true to the people that you, you want to serve. Mm-hmm. And um, something I'm not good at, right, um, it, because it's, it's not me, right? And, and everybody can... You can get tapped into it, right? And you should have the ability to call somebody out like that. Oh, right? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no, no. Sure, and you yeah. should. Yeah, and you yeah, should yeah. because, um, right, I'm, I, I, what I was about to say was um, I was not good at that. Oh. And um, I said I, I gave faith in the people uh, to stand on my, my, my experience, uh, stand on, you know, uh, my stance and what people think about me in the community. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And it came up 15 short, uh, 15 votes shy. Right. And uh, I, I'm going to give you an example, which, uh, which I, I, I will have to call out in the next election. You know, two days before early election, uh, my opponent went out with and had um, those uh Poly, polycarbonate boards made up of, mm. of checks. Right. 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 So, what would you think if I showed up at your office here this morning with a big three foot check and stood next to you and took photos, right? Right. Right. And they did that with all these volunteer fire departments, uh, over a million dollars, a million and a quarter to be exact, That's right? Nice. That hurt me drastically. And good, smart, educated people turned around to me and said, Oh, well, you know, she gave us a quarter of a million dollars. I said, you know, that's not a check, right? And, and you're going to have to file more perp- paperwork than you ever possibly imagine. Come up with upfront money that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it made you feel good, and you voted for that person. So uh, <laughs> I, she will be called out for that on the next election, and I, I hope you're able to do that, and I hope it it sticks because – that individual, uh, right? What's the old saying? You can, you, you, tiger can't change the stripes. That's right. Uh, tiger can't change the stripes. Uh, so uh, I, right. I, I find that hard to believe. I do know a little bit about the individual. I didn't know the circumstances. Right. And uh, so, 
in your way, right? Go ahead and, and call it out uh, for sure, mm-hmm. but don't lose track of what all the things that are important to you and, right. to, and to the people well, uh, that you want to represent. We also have we have two other people <laughs> running against. In the, it's, there's a four way Republican primary right now. It, it's it's we have a woman who uh, claims she's a special education teacher for the, the New York City DOE, but she hasn't taught since 2016. So she's literally going around telling people she's an active teacher. She's also telling people she lives in Bay Ridge, which she does not. She lives in Staten Island. So, uh, you know, she's just lying to the people. But for some reason, if I call this out, I'm being called uh, a sexist and this and that because I'm, you know, but I'm calling out a woman on her facts. I'm not making fun of her appearance. I'm not making fun of her family. I'm just calling out facts that are proven, you know. So it's like it's very hard. I'm tiptoeing a line here. Yeah, that that's, that's the tough one because um, I would like to think that, uh, better of the American people, better of a New Yorkers, uh, that when when somebody has that standard a, uh, answer, it's very damaging, by the way. It is. Uh, to, to label somebody uh, a racist, oh, right? Yes. Um, because it does exist. Um, right. but, but the majority, the vast majority, you know, overwhelmingly uh, are not racist, Right. And you don't have a better answer. So it's just easier for you to say racist. you're racist. Exactly. You know, exactly. you're homophobic. You're transphobic. You're, uh, all of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, xenophobic. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's easy that way. And, and unfortunately, it works too often than it should. And, uh, you know, just I would ask, stop and think for a second before uh, you you agree with that somebody must be racist if they think a certain way or grew up a certain way, et cetera. Mm. So now we let's so last year, let's go to your race. You kind of telling me before we started what what happened there? like you you were that you were there, you thought you had it, and then all of a sudden they found some votes allegedly, right? So, yeah, I, I'll tell you, I, I use this phrase a lot to describe it in a short way. Um, very discouraging, uh, but not defeated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I will be back in 2024. Amazing. Uh, just to make sure people have a choice. And when somebody, somebody more experienced or more likable or uh, has better options, um, I, I will certainly step aside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I truly believe in, in, in term limits, right? Absolutely. And, and the amazing thing is Republican and Democrat, right, especially Republicans, right, we're all for term limits. We run on it. Then you get elected and you never want to leave, right? This government, the, the only shape, form, pure democracy, republic in the, in the, in the, in the world, okay, um, was not designed for career politicians, right? The corruption builds, and, and people can make you corrupt, and you can corrupt yourself. And this goes back 2,000 years to the Republic in, in, in Greece, okay? <laughs> so we just want to just keep making the same mistake here, uh, so firmly for term limits. But to answer your question directly, so election night, I'm at a place in Rockaway called Wits End. Got about 100 people there. We're real excited with the turnout. We're real excited with the vibe that was going on. Mm-hmm. We're up 248 votes uh, for a seat that's never, ever been held before by a Republican. Uh, 
the the individual I was running against, her mother held the seat for, I believe, 26, 28 years. Mm. Um, another gentleman held it for a short period of time named Phil Goldfeder. And then, uh, you know, Stacy Pfeffer Amato uh, took it. She's been there for eight years. Um, you know, you can compare resumes all you want um, for what we've done locally or nationally, uh, education, uh, et cetera. Who's done more for their community and uh, who, who uh, shows the potential to do great things? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, naturally, I believe I'm that person. So we're up 248 votes, and uh, November 8th comes along. Uh, it comes and goes. Right. And, um, you know, the next morning we're hit with a, I forget how many pages, 13, 14, 15-page lawsuit on November 9th. For what? Right? Uh, voter suppression. Oh. Okay? So uh, the Board of Elections, a bipartisan group of people, sat there. And, and again, uh, they just, would, at this point, they're, they're trying to stop, stop me from declaring victory or being named the, the, the victor. So the lawsuit does that. Right. Right? So there's a lawsuit in place. We cannot announce anybody... Uh, in charge. So now they have some more time and more space, uh, and I'll talk about that in a second, to, to figure out how to, uh, you know, change the result of an election. So mail-in ballots come in. Uh, we're still up by well over, uh, I believe, 180 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, now the voter suppression comes in. Um, so the Board of Elections, Republican, Democrats, they sit there and go, okay. Uh, th- so the biggest single case was these unsealed envelopes. Okay. Okay? So the Board of Elections says, okay, so this representative says, yep, it's not properly sealed, which means uh, it could have been compromised, right? We don't know who sealed it or who put that in there um, or where it came from necessarily, right? We, we might know the polling station, we might know, you know, we don't know what happened in transit, right? It, the point is, it became questionable. So for whatever reason, when a vote becomes questionable, right, mm-hmm. when it arrived, when it was postmarked, how it was sealed, it is declared disqualified, right? Right. So um, although the federal government did not pass the John Lewis Voting Act, right, Voter Suppression Act, uh, the judge in New York, it did pass in New York, and the judge used that to, uh, so the regulation was, was clear, the statute was crystal clear, right. and the law was clear as well that these votes are to be disqualified. Okay. Okay? But now it goes to the judge, Okay. And the judge and, uh, was appointed by, uh, which made everything questionable. Recuse yourself. But no, it was right in my face. The judge was appointed and signed by uh, Audrey Pfeffer Amato, the Queens County clerk. <laughs> so her daughter is my opponent. Right. Uh, the former assemblywoman, Audrey, is in charge of the courts. She picks the, the judge, and the judge over the course of the next 54 days, right? 
There were only two races in the United States undecided, and that was uh, me and, and the Senate race out in Arizona. And uh, over the course of 54 days, it was these, these 100 votes will count, okay? Not enough. These 90 votes will count, okay? Not enough. These 32 votes, I uh, forget the exact math, but let's call it 26 Democrat and 6 Republican, which they had known by that point, count. So if you did the math, I would lose by 15 votes. 54 days later, January 3rd, January 4th, they already swore in the new assembly. Uh, they name uh, Stacey Pfeffer Amato the uh, assemblywoman. Wow. So uh, what 32,000 people went and, and voted for uh, got overturned by one judge and several court appearances. And uh, so I mentioned in the beginning, uh, discouraged, because I had to go out and get a lawyer. Of course, you know. Right. That cost uh, a lot in many ways, a lot of resources. Right. And no matter what he had to say, it just the judge had this look, just, I've heard you, you're done. Nope, voter suppression, votes count. So I don't care if it's sealed, unsealed, when it got here. Um, and I just, uh, I questioned one day. So let me get this straight. We got 10 days of early voting. This election has gone on for 53, 52 days to which I'm the winner, and somehow it's voter suppression, mm. right? Mm. So I think the rest of the world would think that voter suppression is going to people's, you know, in, in other places that that I served, mm -hmm. Iraq and right. Afghanistan, through elections. Mm -hmm. Voter suppression was somebody coming to your house threatening you. right. Somebody's standing there at the poll site. Intimidation. Inti physical right, right. intimidation right. of your life. Right, right. Right? Right. Physical intimidation. That's voter suppression. Absolutely. You know, uh, 10 days of early voting and 54 days of anything goes and everything gets put into the question. Um, and that's dangerous. You know, listen, and, and um, not happy, very discouraged. Yeah. Um, but I did everything within the, you know, basically I was on defense the whole time trying to defend my win. And, um, you know, people said, oh, you need to go now and sue her. And I said, I will not. You know, I, I will not. And, and the, the reasons are many. Um, I will just come back and, and, and win by a margin that, that they can't possibly overcome. And, and I, I sit here and I'm like, you know, I don't know what that number is, right? Because somehow I worry that they'll see where they're at on election night mm -hmm. and they'll, no matter what the number, they'll, they'll come up with it. You know, and, that, and that's, that's a terrible thing. From my military training and my, my patriotism as a citizen of this country, um, the most dangerous thing in the world you can do, and it doesn't matter if you're Donald Trump or, or Stacey Pfeffer Amato, is uh, put an election in question because you lose what? You lose trust. That's right. And you will never believe again. No matter, you know, they could come out and say, no, 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 no. This person really won. Mm -hmm. And they won by 10 million votes. No, nope, I won't believe it. 
I will not believe it because I don't trust you. My person lost, so I no longer trust the system. Mm -hmm. And shame on all of you uh, at every level. And uh, think about that when you run, no matter what for office you run for, don't ever put the trust of our, the best political system into question because uh, it's the quickest way to a civil war. As we saw on January 6th, people uh, were very upset with the election. So listen, you have a right to be upset, mm -hmm. okay? And you have the right to assemble, mm -hmm. okay? And I don't want to get into... Peacefully. You know, peace, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. You know, 100%. Right. There is never a reason to burn, destroy, no. physically harm uh, property or people or anything like that, right? You've, you've shown your frustration. There's just... A, and there's a small group that leverages that because that's what they're about. They don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. They want anarchy. Right. And it doesn't matter if it's the, the Russians, the North Koreans, the Chinese, because they love it. We already know it. They invest billions. And they don't, they don't care. They just want the American people to fight each other. Right. And we need to wake up to that, right? Mm -hmm. Or you could go down to, you know, the, the, the teenager who for some reason feels like they've been cheated in life at an early age, at such an early age, that they just want anarchy. And they just want to break the system down. Or burn it down. Or burn it down, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. they, they don't ha necessarily have a well-informed, well-experienced, well-educated opinion. It's just that's the way I feel. And I feel terrible that, that we have people out there that feel that way. So, again... You got the spectrum from the, the, the young, uh, it doesn't matter, suburban, urban, teenager to world powers. Their goal is to create confusion, uh, break, break down trust in your system, and eat yourselves from within. And we have to be better than that. And going back to our previous conversation, that's leadership. Oh, wow. Right? Don't always have to be happy with it. You don't always have to like the outcome, like I didn't like the outcome, right? And, and you know, but there were not going to be any riots. There were not going to be any more lawsuits. Um, you know, she had 32,000 people vote for her too, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, I just hope that the courts stay out of it uh, for the next go. And I, and I hope the same for you. Yeah, well, wise words from a wise man. Tom, where do we find you on social media and stuff like this? How can we support your next election? Yeah, so, you know, um, it, where do you not find me, okay? <laughs> it, it's, uh, you know, uh, Tom Sullivan is, LinkedIn, is on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. That's my professional resume. I hide nothing. It's every place I worked. Uh, they're all real, by the way. You know, my, my 30 years. I know what you referred yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's the, that's disgusting. You know, it really, you know, really is, yeah. Absolutely yeah, disgusting yeah. because I sit there and just about that guy claimed to be everything. Oh, my God. That, that, that maybe I am. Oh, and his mom died in 9-11 twice. Yeah, right. right and and right. I take personal offense At, to that. 100%, you know, I was going to say take, that, yeah. Take personal course. offense to comments like that. Of course. But that's a personal offense. Um, but, yeah, to answer your question, Tom's, Thomas P. Sullivan on LinkedIn, there's quite a few of us out there. Thomas P. Sullivan on Facebook. Uh, Sullivan for Assembly on Facebook. Uh, Sullivan for Assembly on Instagram. Great. 
Um, I, I, I may not know how to work all of it. Uh, but <laughs> it's okay. It, it's, uh, it, it's hard to manage, the, you know, all that stuff. So I got, I got a good team, and, uh, you know, I'll be out there again so that people have uh, a choice. We're looking forward to it. Uh, and I wish the same for you in your endeavors, and uh, I hope pe- people, uh, you don't hear these words too, too long, cause, uh, too often anymore, but uh, I hope you are treated ethically and morally well by both the Republican Party and by the people in your district that they give you a fair uh, opportunity. Well, thank you for that, Tom. But uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like I but appreciate like, it. Thank like you. I don't give. You yeah. know, I give out financial advice. Right. You know, uh, but you can give life advice. You've lived yeah, life. You uh, live life. Military. It's, it's just blood. like I said to you before. Yeah. Uh, be true to yourself. Be true to your character. Don't ever, ever come out of character. I made that mistake thirty-two years ago at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, I became somebody I wasn't because somebody wanted to see if they could break me. And uh, I learned an awfully hard lesson. And thank, thank God it was 34 years ago. And I was able to correct that for the rest of my life. Sure. Be true to yourself. Be true to who you are as a leader. Um, once in a while, it's okay to get angry, right? You, you may need to get angry, but just do it in a respectfully, peaceful way. And, uh, because there, there will be times where people need to see that. Great. Well, Tom, thank you for your time. I appreciate you coming in, and uh, you're welcome back to the show anytime. Oh, thank you for the uh, the open offer. This was this was great. I'm, I'm I, you know, I walk out of here today, and uh, it, it was a great trip into the city. It was nice to be back downtown. Uh, you know, a little sobering always. All right. Um, and uh, thank you. Thanks, yeah. Tom.